Hey there, and welcome to the Girl Means Business podcast, the show where we're all about helping you feel confident both as a mom and a business owner. I'm your host, Kendra Swalls, mom of two, former teacher, and full-time photographer and business coach. Each week, we'll discuss the challenges, success, and secrets that make you say, I can do this, because you absolutely can. So pop in those earbuds, grab your favorite snack, and let's get ready, because this girl means business. Hey there, and welcome back to the Girl Means Business podcast. Um, This is like my fourth time starting this episode because my dog keeps finding every toy he owns that squeaks and bringing it in here to play with right as I start recording. So I have confiscated four squeaky toys from him, and I don't know where he keeps finding them. So hopefully this is the last time and he will follow directions and go find something else to play with. Of course, now he's probably just going to whine and bark. So if you hear him in the background, I'm very sorry. Okay, so as you're hearing this episode, it is the day after Christmas when this episode goes live. So I hope you've had an incredible holiday with your family and loved ones. Maybe you are traveling somewhere, currently listening to this on your travels, in the car, or maybe you're listening to this weeks later because you have taken a nice little break and you just enjoyed disconnecting and, you know, enjoying some quiet time, which I hopefully, hopefully have done as well. Okay. So this week in this episode, what I want to do is I want to talk about the basics of starting an email list. This is a topic that I absolutely love talking about and teaching about, but it's also one I haven't really done in a super like bird's eye view kind of simplistic way in a long time here on the podcast. And I know that a lot of you are wanting to do a start an email list in 2024. I've seen you post about it in Facebook groups. I've received DMs about it. A lot of my Focus Photographer Lab members have asked me about it, and we've talked about it in our one-on-one calls. So I know that this is a topic that a lot of you are like, 2024 is the year that I really get into email marketing. So I wanted to create an episode to help give you the basics of how to do that. And then we'll get into more specifics as far as things like, you know, um, how to create a lead magnet, all those things, and all the little minutiae in other episodes. But this is going to be a very overarching, simplistic view of what you need to do now to get started. Okay, so let's get into it. So let's start with what exactly is email marketing and why should you do it? So if you're someone who's like, well, email marketing hasn't been on my radar. I have maybe heard about it, but I don't really know if it's what I need to be focusing on. Let me give you a couple quick reasons why email marketing is so good for your business and why it should be on your list of things you want to work on in 2024. So number one is email marketing is essentially exactly what it sounds like. It's marketing your, your business and your services, your products through email messages And the reason why email marketing still ranks like top when it comes to marketing strategies for all genres, all niches, all industries, um, all size of businesses is because it is so powerful. When you think about marketing, a lot of times our mind immediately goes to social media because social media is this kind of instant gratification, shiny thing that we think is going to be what fixes our business and it gets us in front of all these people. And yes, it can help get you in front of all these people, 
but it does not build the connections and relationships that email marketing builds. So the way I like to describe it is social media is like a cocktail party. It's where everybody comes dressed in their best fashions, their hair's done, their makeup's done, they are making small talk, they're introducing themselves, they're kind of mingling with a bunch of different people, but you're not going to a cocktail party to like really build a strong connection with someone or to purchase something. You're just typically not. You're going there to be social. You're going there to show off. You're going there, you know, to kind of look at the shiny outfits other people are wearing and all the things. Email marketing is like a cozy little coffee date. It's where maybe you've gone to the cocktail party, you met somebody, you have made small talk, and you said, hey, this is someone I might like to like hang out with more. So then you plan this coffee date where you go and you meet up at a cozy coffee shop and there's no crazy distractions. There's no flashy, shiny stuff. It's just you and this other person having a conversation. And you're more likely to get that person to want to spend more time with you or to potentially work with you or buy from you. And so email marketing, it is not the flashy thing. It is not the quick you know, fix for your business either, but it is really, really powerful when it comes to building lasting connections and ultimately creating more sales in your business. So that alone is a, is a strong enough reason. The other reasons that email marketing are so powerful is your social media account, you have very little control over your social media accounts. So when I see small businesses, you know, really putting all of their eggs in one basket, which is the social media basket, it makes me really anxious because at any moment, your accounts could get shut down. At any moment, you could you know, be hacked and lose your, it happens every single day, guys. It happens to so many people that I know that are, have hundreds of thousands of followers. And then one day they're just gone. Their account gets hacked. They, you know, open a, a, click a link wrong and somebody gets access to their account or, you know, whatever, however the bots work, they get into their account, they lose their account and they have to start over from scratch. And they come on with this new, you know, new account with like 12 people following them. And they're like, guys, please come follow me. This was how I was making all my money. I was doing all my posts and all these things. And I was, and now it's all gone and there's nothing you can do about it. Like there really is genuinely nothing you can do about it. You could violate some policy and Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or whoever they could shut you down. So you have little control. And the the scary part is, is if your account gets shut down, you have no other way to reach those people that were following you. And so with email, you own your list. When someone joins your email list and they've raised their hand, they've said, I want to be a part of your email list. I want to learn more about you. I want to connect with you. They are giving you permission to stay on your list until they choose to leave. So even if you say, hey, I want to take, you know, I'm on MailChimp. I want to move to Flowdesk. You take your list and you move it with you. They all come with you. You don't have to start over. But if I want to go from Instagram, I'm like, you know, Instagram is really not working for me. I'm going to hop over to TikTok. I've got to start from scratch, essentially. I might have a few people that cross over with me. But ultimately, I don't get to take all my Instagram followers and automatically have them follow me on, on TikTok. But with the email, if you move from platform to platform, then you're there. They come with you. The last thing I will say when it comes to, again, I could go on forever about why email is so much so important for our business, but this is the last thing I'll say, is that with social media, everything moves 
so quickly. You know, we hear people talk all the time about, I'll bring back the you know chronological feed because I don't ever get to see like what my friends are up to or this person that I've known forever. Like I hardly ever see their content. And the thing is, because it moves so fast, if you're not posting something consistently all the time, you are going to get lost in the cracks. Because if you post, even if you do post every day, let's say you post every morning at 9 a.m., but you have potential or you have followers or potential followers who don't even log on to Instagram until they're off work and they're at home at six o'clock at night, your post you shared at 9 a.m., it's gone. Or maybe you post at six o'clock at night, but then your, some of your audience doesn't actually log in until 6 a.m. the next morning, your post is gone. They're not going to see it. And so you have this tiny little window of like three to 5% of your audience that ever sees your content when you post on social media, which means you have to create so much content. The volume of content you have to create is so large just to get noticed in like flashes here and there. With email, you're guaranteed to be in their inbox. And so if you send an email at 6 a.m., but they don't check their email until 6 p.m., they're still going to see your email because it's not going anywhere. And even if they have 50 emails, they're going to probably at least kind of glance through each of them to decide, is this a keep or get rid of? Either way, they're laying eyes on your name, your content, your business, and you are staying top of mind. That doesn't happen if you're on social media. Another quick example, I love this whole like how quickly content moves. Let's say it's the holidays. You sent out an email on December 22nd, your clients, your followers, your audience, they're on holiday, so they're gone. They don't check their email for two weeks. When they come back in two weeks, guess what? Your email is still in their inbox. They didn't see it the day you put it out there, but they're going to see it two weeks from now when they go back and start filtering through their messages. If you post that same thing on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or wherever on December 22nd and they don't look at their social media until January 8th, they there is no chance they're going to see your piece of content. So when you have a choice to make and you're like, okay, do I want to invest all my time in creating all this content for social media or do I want to invest time in creating one email a week for my email list, it should seem pretty obvious. Now, obviously, you're going to have to... like use social media still to get people onto your list, but it's going to feel a lot easier than if you're just constantly spinning your wheels going, I got to put out five pieces of content a week, sometimes twice a day, just to get people to see it. And then even then only three to 5% see it. Whereas on my email list, the average open rates 25%. That's a pretty big jump in percentage of people seeing your, your content. So like I said, I could go on about this forever, But if you're not convinced yet that you need to be starting an email list, then just turn this episode off and move on. But if you are convinced and you're like, Kendra, I get it. You've you've beat me into submission. I'm ready to do an email list. Then keep listening because we're going to break down the steps you need to get started. All right. Step one is you need an email service provider. And this cannot be Google or Yahoo or whatever email provider you're using for like your personal email. It has to be an email marketing provider. So things like you probably heard of MailChimp, I use Flowdesk, ConvertKit, AWeber, there's a million of them out there. 
But the reason that you need to use a marketing platform, an email marketing platform, is that in order to be compliant with the email marketing laws, which say that people have to choose to opt into your email list, which means they have to say, yes, I want to receive emails from you, and they have to be able to opt out. So they have to be able to have that little unsubscribe button at the bottom of your email that says, you know, I no longer want to receive your emails. You have to give them the options. There's other kind of things involved in why you need an email marketing platform, but that's kind of the biggest one is in order to be compliant, then you need to be able to have the, a way for people to say, yes, I want to receive these emails and they have to give that permission. And then they also have to have a way to get out of there. Also, when you are sending mass emails, if you have 200 people on your email list, you know, upwards to 2000 or 20,000, no matter how many if you're sending these through Gmail, that's a lot of freaking work you're doing. You are copy and pasting a whole lot of email addresses, and it's just not effective. So you need to choose an email marketing provider. Like I said, I know that MailChimp is a big one that people kind of gravitate towards because it's marketed a lot. It is marketed as like a free, and I'm saying that in air quotes, a free email platform. It is not really free. It might be free for a little while, um, I personally, I used MailChimp for a while and then I quickly left. It was not a platform that I found to be user-friendly. It was kind of clunky. It was not visually appealing to me. Um, so I have moved to a couple different platforms. Ultimately, I have settled on Flowdesk and I will link to this down in the show notes if you want to try it out. You get half off your first year when you use the link down in the um, show notes. Flowdesk is designed to make email marketing simple. So for someone who is starting out with email marketing, I feel like it's a very simple platform. It's easy to use. Now that also means it doesn't have a lot of bells and whistles that some of the bigger companies have, like um, ConvertKit, Aweber, things like that. But again, if you're just starting out and all of those bells and whistles are not something you want to mess with or you're not super tech savvy and you're like, I really just want a way to collect email addresses and send out emails, Flowdesk is a great option. They also have really, really beautiful templates. There's a lot of big name companies and brands that use Flowdesk um, and their emails always are really appealing visually, but you can also do really simple ones too. If you've ever received an email from me um, it off my email list, then you know that's Flowdesk. You can do just simple text. You can add graphics. You can do all the things. So that is step one. It's creating an email marketing or choosing an email marketing platform, creating an account so that you have a way to start collecting emails and sending out messages. Step two is then you start getting people onto your email list. Now I get this question a lot of, okay, well, I have a whole list of past clients. Can I add them to my email list? Essentially, no, they need to be given the option to opt in. So what I recommend doing is let's say you have this past client list. You've been in business for four years. You have a long list of clients that you've worked with. What I recommend doing is then take those names, send them a, you know, just a Gmail email from your account that says, Hey, I am, you know, launching a new, um, email marketing program for my business. You don't have to call it that. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to be sharing, weekly tips, or I'm going to be sharing a monthly newsletter. I'm going to be blah, 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 whatever it is you plan to send out in these emails. If you're interested in signing up for that, here's the link where you can do so. And then you send them a link to like an opt-in form where they can put in their name and their email address. And now they are officially on your email list. So you don't want to add people 
that haven't said, yes, I want to do this because you might have a hundred people on your client list, but 50 of them have moved on. They're like, this is really, isn't like I worked with you two years ago. I've found somebody else or I've moved away or I'm no longer interested in what you're offering. And if you just put them on your email list, they may not like that a whole lot. So you want to reach out and say, hey, you could even do this on social media. Like, hey, if you're a past client, I'm going to be you know, offering this weekly newsletter or whatever. If you're interested, here's how you join the email list. So the next thing is like you want to, and again, all of the platforms make this really simple. You create an opt-in form. So essentially what an opt-in form is, it sounds techy, but it's not. It's just like a contact form like you would put on your website, but all it's asking for is like a name and an email address. So I would put in Kendra and then my email address. Now I'm on your email list. And so I get added to your list so that when you send an email from your Flowdesk account or your MailChimp account or whatever, then it goes out to my email. So once you have that opt-in form, you want to start sharing that in all the places. So you want to put it on your website. You want to, you know, have like maybe a pop-up on your website that says like, hey, join my newsletter, become a VIP, all the things. Um, you put it on your social media. You can email it out to people. You can text it out to people. Like put a little QR code on a business card that you hand out so that people can sign up for it. Anywhere that you market your business, start marketing your email list. Now I will say there's a, if you've followed me for a while, you've probably heard me say like, oh, stop telling people to join your newsletter. Yes, it's not ideal, but if you have no other way of getting people onto your email list, you're just starting out. Like I just want to start collecting emails, putting up an opt-in form that says join my newsletter or become a VIP is an option. However, what I prefer that you do, and I recommend this works way better, is you want to create a lead magnet. So a lead magnet is something that you give away for free that helps your audience with a problem they have. So let me give you an example. Well, I'll just give you the example of what I'm going to offer here. So obviously you're listening to this episode. You are interested in starting an email list. So I'm going to say, I have a free gift for you. If you go down to the show notes and you click on the email marketing starter kit link, you can download the free email marketing starter kit where I give you the steps you need more in, you know, like all the links, everything you need to get started with your email list and like four easy steps. You can do it in one day. That's a lead magnet. So I've created a PDF document that walks you through the steps of how to get set up. It has links to everything that you need. It has templates for emails to send out all the things and you can grab that. And now you are going to be on my email list. And I will do a whole episode later on about lead magnets and how to create the perfect lead magnet for your business. But essentially what you need to do is create something that your audience wants or needs that's going to help them solve a problem quickly, but it just needs to be something really simple. It can be a checklist. It can be a tutorial. It can be um, a blog post. It could be anything that is going to make them go like, Ooh, I want that. And it's free. Think about all the times you have signed up for something that was free because you were like, oh, that's really useful. I'm going to grab that. And now you're on someone's email list. You're going to be doing the same thing for your audience. You're going to create something that's going to entice them to want to join your email list. So that's getting people onto your email. So step one is create the email or sign up for an email marketing platform. Step two is get people on your email list through an opt-in form or a lead magnet. Step three is then you want to welcome them to your email list. So you want to have 
an email that goes out to your audience as soon as they sign up. So if I if you download my free start email marketing starter kit, you're going to get the guide and then you're going to get an email from me welcoming you to my email list and kind of giving you like a bonus tip. So that email, no matter what platform you're using for your email marketing, that email can be set up um, automatically. So you can create an automated email or series of emails. I recommend a series of emails, but you start with just, you know, have just one so that when people sign up for your email list, they automatically receive this first email. It just makes them feel welcomed. It kind of validates that, yes, you, you're getting this thing that I offered you. You're going to be a part of this thing that I told you you'd be a part of. And it's kind of like when you meet somebody and you're like, you really hit it off and then you're like, yeah, let's text and let's meet up for coffee. And then all of a sudden, like they ghost you. You don't want to do that to your audience. So you want to follow up with like, it's like saying like, yeah, you met this cool friend. You, you said, hey, we're going to let's text and meet up for coffee. You walk away and 20 minutes later, you send her a message. You say, hey, it was so great meeting you. I can't wait to meet up for coffee sometime. You're just kind of validating that they made the right choice to be a part of your sphere, your world. So setting up that email is super easy and it makes a really big impact. Um, if you do download the marketing starter kit down below, I walk you through what those emails should look like and um, like what you should put in those emails to kind of help get people excited about what it is that you do and who you are and even kind of offering them, you know, here's what I offer, what you can buy for me. Okay, step four, the final step in getting all this started is to create a consistent schedule for sending out emails to your audience. This is the key piece. This is the whole reason you're starting an email list. You don't want to start an email list just to collect emails that are going to sit there and do nothing. You want to actually build relationships with your audience so that they are excited to learn more about you. They're excited to work with you. You stay top of mind. That's the whole reason for doing this. So the problem I see, or I guess more accurately is the question I get, is what should I put in those emails? Now, what I see a lot of people doing that is not what I recommend doing is that they will once a month send out like a newsletter style email of, hey, here's what's been going on in my business. Stay with us. We'll be right back. If you've been listening to the Girl Means Business podcast for any amount of time, then you know my love of email marketing runs deep. Not only is it a great way to generate new leads, but it's one of the most effective methods for nurturing warm leads and turning them into sales. Now, over the years, I've tested several email platforms, and my favorite by far is Flowdesk. Not only do they make email marketing simple and easy, even for the technically challenged, but they have everything you need to create stunning emails, capture leads, make sales, and automate the entire process, giving you time back in your busy day. And the cherry on top is you're only charged one flat fee no matter how many subscribers you have. So while other platforms will increase your price when you go over your pricing tier limit, Flowdesk has no price increases or hidden fees. If you're ready to give Flowdesk a try, click the link below in the show notes to save 50% off your first year. Let Flowdesk help you design emails people will love. Click the link below and check it out. I have a feeling you're going to love it just as much as I do. And while that is tempting, maybe, 
while that can seem like the simple thing to do of like, oh, I'll just get a really cute template and I will send out an email telling everybody what I've been up to. Here's my latest blog post. Here's the latest, you know, client that I worked with. Here's what's been going on in my personal life. I'm going to just be really blunt here. Nobody cares. Nobody wants your email. I mean, sorry, nobody wants your newsletter email. People want your emails. They don't want your newsletters. They don't care what you've been up to. They want to know what's in it for me. If I'm going to take the time to open this email and read the content, what's in it for me? So what I recommend is that your emails need to speak to your audience. And I've said this before, you follow the 80-20 rule. This goes for any content you create in your business, the 80-20 rule. 80% of your content is going to be value-based, giving value. 20% is going to be asking for something. So there's two ways that you can do this. Let's take an example of you have one month. Let's say you send one email every single week, which by the way, Creating one email a week versus five social media posts a week, way easier. Email all the way. Okay, off my soapbox. (laughs) If you create one email a week for a month, let's say that's four emails a month, three of those should be value-based. One of those should be selling, like directly selling. Like, hey, here's what I offer, come buy from me. Or you could say four of those are giving value, But every single email, all four of those, you have a little bit of your sales pitch woven into those content. So let me explain how both of those work. Let's go with the first option. Three out of the four are value-based, one is sales. So the three emails are going to be things like, here's a tip that's going to help you accomplish something. Here's a resource that I can give you. Here's a story that I can share with you that you can relate to so that now you feel like you are connected with me as a person. The fourth email might be like, hey, I have this special offer I'm running. Let's come see if you want to buy this. Okay, so let's put this into action with a real life example. Let's say you're a family photographer. So you're going to send out these four emails. or Yeah, the four emails. The first three are a tip, a resource, a story. So the first email, you're sharing a tip. Let's say it is something like, um, okay, most moms who are booking photography, or most moms in general, not even just ones who are looking for a photographer, they want to know how to get better photos of their kids in between sessions. So instead of hiring a photographer, you know, they only hire them usually once or twice a year, but they have a cell phone with them with a good camera. So they want better photos every day. So maybe you send out a tip in an email of like, hey, here's one little trick you can try to get really like natural smiles out of your kids when taking photos around the house. Or, you know, hey, here's how you can apply how I use natural light in my studio to get great photos. You can apply those same skills to get cool photos of your kids at home. You're not giving away anything super magical and proprietary, but you're helping them accomplish something. And now they're like, ooh, that was really good. Let me see, like, what else is she going to teach me? Like, yeah, I want to keep getting her emails because that's really great. Email number two. And again, like, let me go back to that first one. So you're giving a tip, that's it. You're just sharing a tip. And maybe at the end you ask like, hey, let me, you know, send me, head over to Instagram and, or tag me in the photo next time you share it on Instagram or, um, reply to this email and let me know, like, what other tips would you like to hear about or learn about? Like, what other questions do you have about taking photos of your kids or getting natural smiles or whatever? Anything you can do to get them to reply to you or respond to you is always good. 
but you're not asking them to buy from you. You're not asking them to to buy a session from you. You're just sharing value. Number two email, share resource. So maybe again, you're a family photographer, you're local. So you're like, Hey, there's this really awesome new play area that's popping up in town or it's the holidays. And there's this really cool fun thing you can do with your family around the holidays. I'm going to share that in an email and I'm going to send out like, you know, Hey, here's three free activities you can do with your kids over Christmas break when they're home from school. Boom. That's your email. The third one, maybe you share a story. Maybe you tell a funny behind the scenes story of like, Hey, I was doing this session and I, um, you know, accidentally fell into a hole and my, the whole family laughed at me. I don't know, whatever. Like you make up a, not make up a story, but a funny behind the scenes, or here's a story about one time when like my own kid didn't want to take pictures. And so like, here's a, a cute story about like, you know, or, or a, relatable story about how like even as a photographer my kids aren't always cooperative during sessions so don't stress if your kids aren't cooperative it's totally fine it's natural they're kids so you've now built a relationship with three emails you've shared something that they can like now be like ooh this person taught me something i now can take better pictures of my kids ooh they shared a resource with me like cool i had no clue these things were happening in my town like i'm going to go check those out So now when they go do that free activity, they're going to be thinking about you because you're the one who told them about it. They might even tell their friends like, hey, such and such photographer, like she told me to go this, this really cool activity going on in our neighbor, in our town, like in that cool. And now somebody else has heard your name. Third one, they've relate to you. You've shared a story that makes them go, oh yeah, I get that. Like I've been there. Oh, she understands me. She knows what it's like to have kids and stress out about photo shoots, blah, blah, blah. Then when they get that fourth email, that's like, Hey, I've got many sessions coming up. Do you want to book them? Now that you've built this relationship in just three emails that month, they're more likely to come and go, Oh yeah. Oh, if yeah, like that sounds cool. I want to do that. And so if you do that every single month, you're building this really great relationship and you're getting more sales. So that's the 80, 20 rule. Now the, the second option there is let's take those same, you know, four emails Let's change the fourth email to, um, you know, you've shared a tip, a resource, a story, and then maybe you're answering like a frequently asked question on the fourth email. So you're not really selling in any specific email. You're not sending out one specific selling email, but what you're doing is inside of each email, you are quietly selling what you do. So in that first email where you share the tip about how to take better photos in natural light in your house, because you do it in your studio all the time you're kind of quietly like you're implying like, Hey, this is what I do in my studio. You're maybe sharing a photo from your studio. So they see your work. And then at the end you could say like, PS, if you're interested in booking a studio session, here's how you can do that. Then in the second email where you're sharing the resource about like out about around the town, you know, here's the cool activity. You could even say like, Hey, this would be a really fun, unique, creative family photo shoot location if you're interested in like, let's do a family photo shoot out at this cool park that I just told you about, here's how you contact me. The third email where you're telling the story about like, oh, my kids don't behave in a photo shoot either. At the, you know, throughout that, you could say like, I get it. That's why during my sessions, I come prepared with little squeaky toys and candy. We can bribe your kids with if you're okay with it, or here's, you know, these kinds of things. And they're building that trust with you. And so when you put at the bottom, P.S., if you want to, you know, I've got many sessions coming up. If you're interested, click here to learn more. They're going to be more likely to click on it. And then that fourth email, or I've already forgotten when I said, oh, the answering a popular question. 
Let's say you know that one of the questions that a lot of your clients ask is, why do we shoot during golden hour? You can answer that question and again, slowly kind of quietly weaving into your story that you tell in the email, by the way, if you want to book a session, here's how you do that. So you're very subtly selling, but you're also building a relationship. That does not happen when you solely rely on social media. It just doesn't happen. It happens inside of these emails. And it happens when you create emails that actually make connections and you're not just selling, selling, selling. I see this happen all the time. And I, I can admit, I did this for a long time. My business is I had an email list and I would pop in every couple of months and be like, Hey, I'm offering the sale. Hey, I didn't sell out the mini sessions yet. Come book these. Hey, last minute black Friday deal. Like, Hey, let's slow season. Come book a session. Nobody wants to do that because it's kind of like just this, you randomly popping up in a crowd and going like, Hey, come by for me. Well, they've forgotten about you. They're like, what, who are you? Why, why are you in my inbox? You know, but if you're consistently in their inbox every week or every other week or once a month even, and they can expect that like, Oh yeah, Kendra's going to pop into my inbox and she's going to teach me something, or she's going to share a funny story, or she's going to be relatable, or she's going to do this or this or this. Then they're like, once I do come in and say, Hey, by the way, I've got this really cool offer coming up. If you're interested, like this might be really perfect for you. They are way more likely to jump on board than if you just randomly pop in after being gone for five months. So the power of email marketing is so strong. Again, it's why all of these really powerhouse businesses rely on email marketing, even though it's not the like shiny, flashy thing that they're going to put out in front of the world. It's the quiet beast in the background that is consistently bringing in sales and new clients. And it's generating this flow of, you know, potential clients into their world without having to be pushy and salesy all the time. And so this is how you can get started doing it. So I hope, I know I kind of got a little deep in some areas, but I'm telling you guys, this is one of my most favorite things to talk about in the world is email marketing because it's been so impactful in my business. And so if you have are listening to this and you're like, yes, 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 I need more of this. Don't worry. I have more episodes coming in the, in the near future. We're going to break down each of these parts and we're going to deep dive into all of the things that help you get set up. But in the meantime, you can click that link in the show notes to grab your free email marketing kit. Um, you can check out the inbox insider email program. So if you are wanting to like see kind of it's inside the inbox insider, I basically give you a Brit, a deeper dive into each of these pieces, but I also give you templates. So you're going to learn a lot more about like how to create a lead magnet, what makes a good lead magnet, what would be great for your industry. You're going to learn a whole lot more about automations. You're going to learn a whole lot more about how to get people onto your email list but you're also going to get templates to help you create emails that people are excited to open. So you can check that out down below also. And lastly, if you are a photographer, 
and email marketing is one of the things that is on your list for 2024, I would love, love, love for you to come check out the photographer, um, the Focus Photographer Lab. It is my monthly marketing membership for photographers where each month you get an opportunity to join live trainings. You get to deep dive resources, which are recorded trainings and PDFs and files. You actually get access to the Inbox Insider program as part of your membership. And you have the opportunity to meet with me one-on-one every single week to really get personalized help for your business. And it is all for just $47 a month. You can check it out for free for 14 days at the link down the show notes. So those are three ways that if you are listening to this episode and thinking, I need more of this in my life, that is three ways that you can get more of this in your life, depending on where you are at in your email marketing journey. So make sure you check all those out. If you have questions or you need more help, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at girlmeansbusiness. I hope you are having an amazing week. I will see you back here next week, same time, same place. Thanks again for tuning into this week's episode. Don't forget to leave a review and follow us on socials at Girl Means Business. See you next week.